Do you remember when? I do. I oh actually my. can't even believe it happened. And then what about the time that... No, oh, no, don't. I'll save it. Yeah, don't okay, spoil. Okay, I'll save it. I'll save it. We're talking the live show recap. There was that bit where everybody was going crazy. No, 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 no. And then they hushed but, down. But well, okay. there was a bit. My favorite bit was when they were like, yes, yes. We agree. We agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Podcast Very Important, the only podcast you should be listening to. Each week, we count down the top 10 number one most important things that you, you. need to be listening. That you need to know I was like about any given. No, I know that was. Cool. Let's try it again. That you, you need to know about any given subject. Subject. And our subject this week is the live live show, show recap. recap. We're talking about our live show, uh, everybody. Um, Happened yesterday. We had a show last night. Well, I it wasn't at even Tall Boys in Toronto. Yeah, it, it like to say live show. I think like discounts it it was it was an alive show it was crazy we this show was back from the dead we uh we broke a milestone one million tickets sold it was our first million ticket show (laughs) uh it was really great this is you know we saw the success that Ticketmaster had so we thought why don't we do the same so we sold the million tickets i think capacity is what like 40 yeah 40 we like really cram them yeah so people were spilling into the streets we had we had the jumbotrons out front the police were trying their best they had the fire hoses out wasn't doing anything to quell the crowd no because it was hot baby it was hot 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 people were loving this show uh of course we had some really big guests on this one adele was there Uh uh-huh um with her husband now skepta Skepta. Skepta's cool, right? Yep. He's a grime musician. We like we didn't get to hang out with him much uh, because of the we had to be airlifted out, but he was there. He was in the Instagram story. Yeah, we had to be airlifted out after uh it got a little hairy in there. Uh but up until that point, I think the show was going great. Yeah. Um we had started it off and we came out and the I mean, first technical problem was the speakers weren't loud enough to reach the crowd. No, yeah, it was a lot like uh, the early Beatles live shows where the technology couldn't keep up with the demand. So we we were screaming. Um, screaming, and we were saying, are we just going to become like a studio podcast after this? Are yeah, we going to become a studio live stuff, show after yeah. this? So we're starting to get a little weirder if you guys start hearing a little more psychedelic vibe coming through. I mean, that's where it's coming from. We're going to be experimenting with recording techniques and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, another parallel with the Beatles that, you know, may foreshadow a problem we have in the future. Uh, Jack started dating a weird woman. Yeah. This is uh, Oh No Yoko. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. Her name is just Yoko, but we we've every time. She say, comes oh, up, no. We go, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yoko. Jack's new girlfriend. Yeah, um, she she caused some problems uh, behind the scenes uh, backstage. We've been fighting a lot. The egos have grown. Obviously, after the million tickets sold, I started telling everybody I'm I'm better than Jesus. That I could take him in a fight. That I think he's a pussy. 
Yeah. And then Ono Yoko dresses up as Jesus and comes out on stage throwing bows. Yeah. So I have to I have to Hard take her down. Throwing bows at Shane's face. Shane goes for the legs. Uh just and very smart. I thought it was great. Shane, he just did a leg sweep. Um yeah. sorry, he didn't do a, a leg sweep. You did leg sweeps. Yeah. Uh, sh- a couple like she landed. was on the other side. Yeah, she was on the other side of the of the stage at this point. So it took Shane a few leg sweeps to get in range. But once he was there, I think yeah. it was a good four or five leg sweeps that made contact in a row. Yeah, that were finally able to bring her down uh, while she was stunned. Yeah, I played the fight a bit like somebody in their first time in Mortal Kombat. Quick duck. Yeah, mash the kick button. Slowly edge forward. The crowd was loving it. They were going crazy. Where did you learn? Because I didn't know you could fight like that. How? Where did you learn to fight like that, Shane? Oh, uh, from hearing about fights. People right. had mentioned so how were... they go, and I, yeah. oh. I kind of like Rain Man or like Queen's Gambit Girl. I, you know, picture it all in my head. Limitless, yeah. Any of those? Well, it's math. A fight is math. Yeah, that's what you always said to me. You said fights, fighting, fighting is math. And it's math, it's know, chemistry. It's chess, it's physics, and it's physics cult, is what you said to me. And I, we went, ha, 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 Yeah, sometimes we say jokes to each other that make each other laugh. They don't it's make rare, it to the but podcast, it does happen. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this show, we sell a million tickets. There's a police riot. Adele's there. Skepta's there. Ends with a helicopter lift out. Jack uh, marrying some weird chick we don't like. What were you up to during the show? I, I had a oh, bit of the blinders no. on. Do we have to go into this? Yeah. It's the, it's the recap. That's what the people come here for. Because half of them okay. at the show couldn't make sense of anything that was going on. So I think this will help. I've, uh, I forgot my clothes. Yeah. To this again. show. Again, I forgot my clothes. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal because there was a million people there. Nobody wanted to give me their clothes. Yeah, and you're supposed to be our fans. Yeah, exactly. We can't and count I said, on you. Does for anybody anything. have any clothes? And they said, "Clothes, you're open for business." <laughs> I said, this- and, I, "And we were like, okay, cool it. Jokes are our job." Yeah, exactly. Stage is right here. Now, do you have any pants? Because the police are trying to get in. They heard you, that you were nude. They didn't like that. I wasn't... Yeah, well, okay. Here's what I... I went up on stage and I remember saying this. I remember saying... I was in tears at the time. And I said, okay, here you listen to me, you guys. Mm-hmm. I might be nude, but at least I'm not rude. And that... That got like a deafening silence. Like that, I think, hit them all hard. We could see everybody then, like... Their eyes were cast downwards. And they kind of, yeah, had an inward reflection and people started going like, what am I doing with my life? That sucked the oxygen out of the room. It, like, uh, people were turning blue. They looked ill. You could hear a needle drop. That's when we, of course, did our first needle drop. Yep. We played blue, abadia da die. And this one was neat. I really liked this song. Um, because I like blue. Of course. Also, Eiffel 65 was in the building. Yeah, we had flown them in with Adele. Uh, they 
they they were technically in the building. They mm-hmm. got lost through the building. Yeah, I couldn't see them. I don't know if it was because the spotlight was too bright. I assume they were front row. Eiffel 65. Shane, wh- why are they called that? It's, it's some European thing. They're from Italy. Notoriously one of the more loopy countries. Yeah. I think maybe they thought that the Eiffel Tower was from Italy. Yeah. They, they said it belongs to there. us. We're going to take the Rhineland. We're going to take the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah. The Italian Rhineland. (laughs) Famous, famous spot. Um, So we had Eiffel 65. I'm up there. My little ding-dong's out, uh, you know, flapping around in the breeze. And there was a breeze, a very heavy breeze. We were inside, but I think when you have this amount of people, a million people in such a small space, the condensation starts forming and then you start getting sort of thermals where hot pockets will rise up and then there'd be cold ones. So we started getting our own ecosystem in the venue. Yeah. Weather because, system. Yeah. When you have a million people, when they laugh, huge gusts of wind causes, yeah, it, inclement climate. It's freezing in there. And then when they sigh at something beautiful, we've said gets super hot immediately. Well, yeah, and when they went quiet, when I had said, you know, I'm nude, but at least I'm not rude, everybody in a three-kilometer radius thought they might have gone deaf. Because mm-hmm. we'd acclimatized to the sound, and then everyone was like, is there, is there sound still? Yeah. And Some you know, great quiet has befallen the force. They're terrified. You know, I... I feel like we haven't really gone into what we did at the live show, more the accoutrement too, right? Kind of the stuff around it. But yeah. we played the hit. Well, first thing, I mean, first thing we did was I went, hello, everybody, and welcome to the... Uh, guys, do you mind if I go off script? And uh, I, I immediately, I'm trying to read through the script for where he says this. He doesn't. Yeah, you keep going, Connor, that's not in the script. Yeah, I was asking my understudy. You looked at Jack and you go, Jack, what is, this doesn't make sense. Is this, did I not get the rewrite? Yeah, I said Shane too, to my understudy in the wings. I said, is this, did you prepare for this? What did they say? Oh, I told him not to talk to me or look at me in the eyes. So he was confused. Yeah, we have to pay them more. Yeah. Fair enough. He he was confused. He was like, do you want me to say something? And I said, shut the fuck up. Boy. Shush, 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 shush. And that's in the script. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Shush, little Shane. And that's in the script. So I said, can we just, can I just, can I go off script for a sec? And I start sort of meandering through the audience, like looking people in the eye, (laughs) saying, we all came here for one thing. Sort of brushing people's heads as I walk by with my hand. We're all just trying to connect. You know, I just, Wipe somebody's tear off their cheek. Yeah, we're not all that it. different, are we? They're yeah, I did touch it. And I said, "There's a million of us here. Surely we can have a good time." All right, gang, let's have a hoot. And I ran back to the stage, and everyone started cheering. Oh, yeah. so loud. The structural integrity of the place was in jeopardy from the cheering. 
So I thought, yeah. okay, we gotta we gotta cool this off. We gotta bring on our first comic. Called up Carrot Top. Some people were kind of confused, and I was like, guys, prop comedy is actually good. I do it in my stand up act. I think it's underrated, and I think he's the best there's ever been at it. So I, I gave like a bit of a history of like, this is why this guy's actually good. All of you who think you don't like him, you've actually just never seen his act. Yeah, it's more clever than you'd expect. Yeah, you're an anti gingite. Uh, yeah, you don't like gingers, and that's weird. Uh, if you actually look at him, he's ripped now. So he's actually objectively attractive. So mm-hmm. shut up. Yeah. So Caretop came on. He was really, really funny. Yeah. And I, I'm brought being out sincere like a right big, now. I think uh, he is good. No, me too. Because he brought out a big, like, inflatable, like, tennis racket. <laughs> what? Oh man. So it was pretty funny. We were all laughing pretty hard at that. Yeah, watch it. That got silence and then he was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot this is an adult venue. Uh when you're 15, you love this." Right. 15-year-olds yeah, love this. Um uh and of course everybody had a there was a huge laugh there and that set off the pyrotechnics ahead of schedule, which was not good. It- Carrot Top burst into flames, of course, but it was hard to recognize because of his red hair. We thought prop comedy. So now it's Carrot No Top. He's burst into flames. Yeah. Tragic, but I best set I've seen him do. Yeah, I liked it, and I think that would be good in the future. Um, we'll have him back on, maybe. Yeah. Uh, something I really liked was the intermission that happened, actually. Because we had a little burlesque show come on during the intermission. Which everybody loves. Everybody They're not likes politely burlesque. clapping. Nope. There's They're nothing not just sort of like, condescending about the audience being like, oh no, we do like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's burlesque stuff you want to see as well. <laughs> it is it is a lot of overweight people and things that are pushing things in places you don't really want to see. <clears throat> It and it's is, the songs um, you like. It is the songs that you really like. <laughs> this feels so mean. I feel like we've been to the same burlesque show. <laughs> I, but I feel like people need to be more honest to burlesque performers and say, because they're going to keep this. doing it, guys. You don't want this. Yeah. And that's they've been what, doing that's it what for happened years. to us. We didn't want it. <laughs> but we thought we should be polite. We should put them we on our be million nice. tickets sold show. <laughs> so we said, hey, you know what? Let's just be nice to these fat people with bad makeup dancing to songs we don't like. And let's just do a freaking burlesque show. We said, you know what is a perfect opportunity for someone to not be aroused and best yeah. case scenario be aroused? Which also they yeah. don't want. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've been big fans of that, like, you know, just Victorian flirting as well. Yeah. Uh, showing our ankles off to ladies in the in the in the pub. Yeah, getting Ooh, a little cheeky. cheeky. Oh, cheeky. And that's what we'd say. It didn't work well. It didn't actually work, but <clears throat> whatever. 
Yeah, so during the intermission, we had some burlesque to a song we definitely liked, and everybody in the audience politely clapped. They didn't want to embarrass anyone. Yeah, I think I heard a lot of people going like, yes, I I am horny. I'm horny. Uh, Are you I'm horny? I'm horny, and I like this, yeah. It's like, I, and I heard people going, I don't know, is this like a strip show or an art form? And it's kind of both and neither in a very fun way. <laughs> it's kind of trying to be both. At the same time, accomplishing neither. Yeah. I've, yeah. So the burlesque show went as well as it could. And oh, it was a perfect burlesque show in that nobody liked it. Yeah. I It did its job. It does what it says on the tin. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so then we come in for the big second act. This is huge. Um, Shane and I come screaming out of the out of the wings of the stage super Literally. fast yeah. the yeah we are running we are screaming because we thought there was something back there yeah i now the audience thought this was a bit we were scared yeah we th- this looked like something this look and and that's because we're professionals we're able to sort of play that off as something that is exciting that is intentional but mm-hmm. we did see something icky backstage uh, and kind of in the Lovecraftian fashion, we were talking too fast to describe what we saw. Yeah, we came up and we went, oh my God, you guys, you want to, back there, it was just, it was so big and it had a terrible sound out of it and it came up and it was so nasty. Later on, we found out it was just like a wet paper towel, but it looked mm-hmm. so gross from where we were in the I, dark of the backstage. I, I thought it moved too, Shane. I agree. Um, and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more podcasts. Very important after this. Podcast. Very important. Podcast. Very important. Welcome back. We're counting down the top 10. Number one things you need to know about our live show that happened last night. Uh, but before we get to that, Shane, what'd you do on the break? I read some of our reviews, you know, all the Ooh. major outlets, New York, New York Times, uh, Jewish Chronicle, all of them. Had a what lot did to New York, say. New York say? Uh, they gave it five X's, which I think is good. Uh, mm. They said monumental. It was actually, it was kind of just like a series of quotes. Breathtaking. Scary. But gusting. But gusting. Yeah, I okay. think that might have been a typo. But uh, well, that's really exciting. That's good for us. Were there any good pictures? I a lot of frantic shots. It, it looks like someone was being trampled, and their camera went off as they fell over. So is that couple, what that was? Yeah, a couple good ones at the top of my head. Um, I'm not balding, as we can see by that photo evidence. Yep. Uh, As we can see by this photo evidence that it is clearly not photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, like wartime footage. But, uh, you know, great reviews. The people are loving it. They're saying it's butt-gusting, that it's phenomenal, terrifying. 30,000 died in a trampling accident. And it, look, 30,000 seems like a lot until you realize there were a million plus there. There were a million people there. That's a drop in the bucket. 
<laughs> so that's cool. That's really neat. I like that. I and like what that did a you lot. do on the break? Oh, well, me, I did just a little thing I like to call laundry. Uh, oh. didn't, didn't really have wine. a, yeah. didn't really have a chance to do that in the past week when we've been setting up for the live show and dealing with all the legal ramifications of the fallout that had happened from 30,000 people dying at our unregistered million man event. It was incredibly fun just to get in there and to just like feel the textures of my clothes, you know, oh, so you see like- you make a day out of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I was picking up my um, my clothes and just going like, man, I wish I had you on that day. I was picking up going, God, I wish I had you yesterday when the, the pyrotechnics went off. So you've forgiven them. It's not their fault, Shane. You know what I mean? It's like it's the parents' fault for raising the kid wrong. It was 100% oh, okay. my fault that my clothes let me down yeah because uh i remember when we were debriefing afterwards you you picked up your your stinky jeans that you couldn't wear because they had a little stain on them which you know reasonable and you said how could you do this to me not today why today and then of course just like all my clothes i get the silent treatment (laughs) yeah so I've just learned that you need to speak their language. So I'll stick them in the freezer for a little bit, and then we see what they have to say. You'll waterboard them. Yeah, I'll waterboard them. I'll, I'll throw them in the throw them in the washer, let them go. So that's what I meant by I'm doing laundry. Is that I am waterboarding my clothes, roughing them up a bit. But you've forgiven them. You've worked it all out. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you saying you will be prepared with clothing at the next one? God, Shane, I want to say that. I really want to say that, but I don't think I can. Hey, that's fair. That's honest. Because if I say, yes, I'm definitely going to be there with clothes next time. Mm -hmm. One, it might not be true. And two, we're never going to get another million people there. No, they come for the hanging dong. They love seeing little Willie. They love seeing my Willie and my bum bum. They love seeing me turn around, show my little pet pet. And it's, Mm -hmm. Mm, just cute. Yeah, the biggest cheers and gasps came from that. Now, you coming out on stage nude... At the same time, by the way. Of course. Uh, (gasps) uh, (gasps) Now, you coming out on stage nude, how is that different from burlesque? Well, uh, of course I came out to a song everybody loves, which is... (laughs) The same as burlesque. Of course, I also came out with a lot of cellulite and bad makeup, which is very burlesque. So, Shane, I get why you're asking this. The difference is that I was not wearing pasties, pasties. Oh, you went full-blown immediately. Yeah. I, I, I didn't go burlesque. I went burlesque. Mm-hmm. I'd even less than that. I went down to nothing. Um and I was and I there and I was paying attention. I wasn't reading might, my lines, getting prepared. I wasn't signing autographs during your portion of the show. Well, actually, yeah, like during the intro, you came up and you you started going into the third act at the very beginning. You welcomed the crowd to the show at the very end. 
Mm-hmm. And then Shane had also hung around uh, on stage for about three hours after the show had ended, I think just trying to figure out where we were in the third act. Yeah. So next time we're, I think maybe we'll simplify a bit. I don't know about that. I feel like every time we do a live show after we go, I think we could have gone higher concept. I think we could have gone more complicated. I think the audience craves maybe a bit of postmodernism, maybe some yeah. real thinkers. Yeah. Stuff um, where if you if we recorded it and then you watched it after, you'd be like, oh, that bit was a callback. I oh, wasn't okay. in the bathroom during that bit. I wasn't yeah, but you just do, too drunk. But you do have to be able to do a callback. Do you know what I mean? Like you didn't even you didn't even say the thing you're calling back to, let alone get to the callback because you were stuck on page two. Yeah, it's avant-garde. You were stuck in a loop. Yeah, it's kind of jazz, I guess. That's a good point, Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we want to give a little in memoriam uh, uh, to Noah and Austin, uh, our most loyal these, fans to the death. Uh, they yeah they they died in the the they were one of the thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, up until now, they had been at more of the live shows than I had, which is yes. true. Yeah. Well, no longer because officially, according to the canon, Austin and Noah, you're dead. Yeah, and you know they are our biggest fans. They're at, at more live shows than Connor. Yeah, of course, were. Um, well, I don't get the show. But, yeah, like I'm pro- like I want to support I want to support us and stuff, but I don't I, the, like the show isn't for me. Yeah, what's going on here? Um, <laughs> it's just kind of weird. The, I, I like think the weird thing shit. with them, despite being our biggest fans, have never will never listen to the podcast. Hey, that's fair. They've got other stuff well, to do. I understand that. I mean, they won't anymore. They can't listen. Yeah, to they the podcast never will. Now. Yeah. Um, also, I feel I feel like we'd be remiss to not mention. Jack also died. That's why he's not on the show right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry, guys. Jack died, too. Um, He tried to stop the stampede, Mm. um, which is not something you do. So he went out in front and stuck his hand out and said, stop! Yeah, he was trying to do some sort of, like, Gandalf thing, or maybe it was because of, uh, before the show, we do, like, a hype-up thing, and we kept telling him, you're invincible, you're invincible, nobody can kill you. And it didn't help that we kept, like, we loaded a bunch of guns with blanks and we would fire them at him and go like, see? These are real bullets. These would kill a man. These would kill you. And then we would have a thing where we'd have, like, my understudy and we'd shoot him and he would pretend to die. And then Jack Mm -hmm. was like, oh my God, you guys really aren't lying to me. And we- We said we would never lie to you. You're a god. We thought we were doing something really helpful. We thought we were doing Because he gets nerves before the show. He always says, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I feel like I'm dying. I feel like I'm dying. And so it's just like at a certain point when a friend keeps doing that, you get a gun and you shoot them and you go, okay, see, look, you're not dying. So you're immortal. Chill. Of course, that got to his head. He tried to part the uh, listeners or the audience like he parts, like Moses parted the Red Sea. Yeah. Live and let learn. Don't. Maybe in the long run, it's bad to tell your friends they're immortal. Especially when, like, a stampede event is going to happen that night. Which we didn't know, to be fair. We had no idea. It was written into the script, but we didn't think it would actually happen. We wanted a stampede. That's not the same as 
expecting a stampede. We yeah. lucked out. We lucked out at that show. And you definitely need at least, you need close to a million for a good stampede. Oh my God. Oh God. What is that? Oh, I think that's, no, could it be? It's the top 10 number one. Oh my God. Good. Cause I got some stuff to do after this. I got a press junket. Oh, good. I've got the washroom to use. It's time for the top 10 number one most important things that you need to know about our live show last night. Number 10. This is the first million ticket show that we've ever had based off of uh, Ticketmaster's success with Taylor Swift and a bunch of other people. We decided let's just overbook the show. Um, Number nine, Adele and her husband Skepta showed up. Uh, They thought the show was really good, had to get airlifted out because it was dangerous. Number eight, Jack's got a new girlfriend named Ono Yoko. She dressed up as Jesus. And Shane had to leg sweep her a few times uh, to get her off the stage. Uh, Number seven, Connor forgot his clothes and the audience was not at all nice about it. And I do remember this, guys. Uh, And remember that I may be nude, but at least I'm not rude like you guys. Uh, Eiffel 65 was in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they might still be. They couldn't get out. They can't find their way around. They got lost somewhere in there. Number five. It's an Italian thing. Number five. When you have a million people laugh, there's a huge gust of wind, and that created its whole own host of problems within uh, Tall Boys in Toronto. So please, guys, next time, if we do have another Million Man show, just keep the laughs to yourself. Number four, Carrot Top came up as well, and Shane talked about why he's actually good. Uh, Problem is, he burst into flames, so he's Carrot, but he got no top no more. Uh, Number three, we had an intermission where a burlesque show came on, uh, so it was really nice. Uh, Fat people in bad makeup dancing to songs that we really like. Number two. Can we censor that? (laughs) Which bit? The whole bit? The whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Number two, Shane and Connor came screaming onto stage because they saw something icky backstage. Uh, It turned out it was just a wet paper towel, but we do think it moved. And the top 10, number one most important thing that you need to know about our live show is... Waterboarding clothes is the only way to get them to shut up. Waterboard your clothes every week. Please, ladies um, and gentlemen, please. So, listeners, we're going to have another live show, God willing. First Tuesday of every month, go to that. Every month, you got to go there. That next one's February. February, what's the first Tuesday? Don't worry, guys, I'll get it for you. Yeah, Hold check on, your guys. watch. I'll call it, cool it, guys. Hold on. February Seven. 7th, ladies and gentlemen. So please come see us February 7th at Tall Boys Bar in Toronto. Uh, we're going to have some amazing comics there, some great stuff that'll blow your mind. And I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe blow your heart. you show up again. And maybe blow your heart. That's really nice, Shane. That's beautiful. All right. And if you like this podcast, please leave the following review. Live shows are... Always the most important thing in the city. So if you can't go to them, you should 
stay away for ever. So if you like this show, please leave the following review and five stars. Live shows are always the most important thing in this city. So if you can't go to them, you should stay away forever. Harsh but true. Listeners. They need to Harsh learn but that. True. Uh, thank you to Shane Cooley. Rest in peace, Jack Piss. My name's Connor Doyle. And this has been Podcast Very Important. Funny and true. Podcast Very Important. We didn't mean any of that. We actually love burlesque. I'm sorry. Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now.